We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, I want you back. What I didn't want back was another one of these scary circumstances we've been down before as Eagles fans. Donovan in 02, the ankle... T.O. in 04, Carson in 2017. Now, look, fortunately, this one clearly is not as bad. But doesn't mean it couldn't impact them. I mean, the Eagles Super Bowl odds have already dropped. So there are some people out there that believe it will impact their chance to win the Super Bowl. For more on that, John, of course, we talk, turn to our buddy, Mr. Mike Quick. Brought to you by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official app of the Real Philly Fan. Download now at betparks.com. You must be 21 and in PA or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And Mike joins us a couple days before Christmas. Mike, happy holidays to you, buddy. Hey, happy holidays, guys. This was not, the, not the gift we wanted from Santa, but it's the, it's the call we get. Mike, um, you've seen a lot as a player and as uh, a fan and as an announcer, a great Eagles alum. Does this one concern you, Hertz's injury? Well, I don't know if it's not a gift, quite honestly. Um, if Hertz gets a little bit of time off and he's fully healthy, say, next week or even the week after, I don't know if this is not a gift. You know, these NFL seasons – they're, they're so hard on the body. They just wear you down. Um, the Eagles, the way they practice is very, very smart. They, they give guys days off. Like all the time, I'm looking at the list, and they have all these guys taking days off. But they understand what it takes to get these guys ready to perform at their peak when it's game day. And I don't think that this is – as bad as many people think that it is. I just think that if he gets a week off, and I'm hoping that it's not more than a week, if it's a week off and then he's back 100%, I, I think it is it is a gift. Fascinating. I mean, I, it's an interesting approach. Um, Very hopeful and positive. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I got to look at – hey, I got to look at this thing the right way. I don't think that he's going to be out for two weeks. I really don't. The fact that he was able to finish the game, yeah, I think that huge. says a whole lot. You know, he's, you know, you look at a guy like that, and, and like McNabb did the year that he broke his, his fibula. Yep. Uh, and he still continued to play. Guys like that, they just have something inside of them that, that's very special. The mm -hmm. fact that they want to make sure that they're there for their team. And I, I guarantee you that this guy does not want to be out this week. But it would, I think it's, for him, it's probably the best thing just to take the week off to have the two weeks before he plays mm -hmm. again. 
that that to me is just not a bad thing, especially given the position that this football team is in. So, Mike, is it? Like, tell me if this is a fair statement that this is what you're thinking, that you have no concerns five weeks from now when they line up to play in the divisional round of the playoffs, no concerns that Hurts will be affected by this injury? I don't have any concerns about that. I, I really don't. I think he's going to be just fine. He's a big old strong man. And yeah. he's he's overcome a lot already. I yeah. have no, I don't have any concerns about this guy. Listen, we have a special young man at quarterback for this team, and and um, I, I think we we need to realize. And that. and then one follow up because Mike, I'm I'm assuming with that question I asked you that they start in the second round of the playoffs, get the one seed. But let me backtrack. Do you have any concern? that this could prevent them from getting the number one seed? That essentially, if Minshew has to play three straight, that they could lose and get clipped on the way to try to get the one seed? Any concern? I, I, I don't see that happening at all. They've got three games to win one, and I'm very confident that they'll win one out of the three. And you know, I'm not so sure it's not going to happen on Saturday down in Dallas. Before we even, get to... with, even with Gardner at quarterback. Okay, so – how different does this offense look with Gardner under center? Uh, I, I think we saw it against the Jets, was it? Yes. Last year? Correct. It, it will look somewhat different, but not not any, any major details. You're not going to have the, the threat of the quarterback run the way when Jalen's in the game, but basically everything else will work out. I think the, the passing game, even the RPO game, it's going to be different because the aura part of it, the run part of it, for the quarterback, we're probably not going to see very much. Or even if you see it, it's not going to be nearly as effective. But mm-hmm. he can still give it to the halfback, and he can still pass the ball on those little slants and those short routes that are a part of the RPO game. Mike, how hard is a it, huge though? Difference. How hard is it? Like, if we really ask Gardner Minshew to be doing the the ride and decide process, how difficult is it for a guy who's been, you know, like a West Coast offense pocket passer to do that ball handling and everything that the the reads and everything that go into that? That that's that's a real step up in difficulty, isn't it? Well, John, when you've been routinely doing this every week, I don't think it is, and. If you think about it, the Eagles are one of the best teams, I think, in all of football in preparing those guys who could possibly come in to substitute. Yeah, I'm fortunate I get to watch practice from time to time. They spend a lot of time on their backup guys, making sure mm-hmm. that they're prepared. Hmm. And and because of that, I don't really, I, I don't have the angst that a lot of people have about uh, the situation that they find themselves in right now. Okay. Uh, talking about the Bears game, a lot of people were up in arms for the minimal Miles Sanders usage. How much do you blame yes. Shane Steichen for not getting Miles the ball? Um, that's probably the biggest negative in that whole game, other than the fact that Jalen got hurt, is that they didn't lean on the run game enough. And Miles Sanders, not just, you know, in the RPO game, they could tell early on that. The Bears were taking away the run to the halfback right. and forcing Jalen to hold on to the to the ball, and you know the Bears had two weeks, John, to prepare for this game. Yeah. And in doing that, they came in with a very good game plan to yeah, take away 
that to take away that element of this Eagles offense, and they were very effective in doing that. Well, the Eagles have other runs that are not part of the RPO game, and that to me is what they should have done more of, just flat out running the football against that defense, and they just didn't do it. And Nick Sirianni, after the game, admitted that they could have and should have done a better job of getting the ball to Miles and running the ball better. You've uh, you've been a big proponent of Quez Watkins uh, throughout the, his career here. Uh, yes. Is your opinion souring in any way on Quez? Because I've been pretty frustrated with some of the stuff I've seen from him. Well, I think he should. You know, there are ways that you have you have to understand your talent and you have to utilize them in the right way. And I think if you look at last week, it wasn't the best use of Quez and what his skill sets are. I think he caused an interception on the one play where he actually didn't break the the route off the way he should have. Right. And I don't know all the details of, of the offense, all the nuances, but it just felt like, looked like to me that Jalen was expecting him to break that play off to the left and he never did. And right. he ends up getting an interception. Um, I think that Quez has a lot of skills, has a lot that he can add to this offense, but you have to use it the right way. I don't think this team has benefited from that jet motion run at all this year. I don't like that play for this team. And even some of the uh, the quick screens to the outside. Mm-hmm. I, I know that Devontae uh, capitalized on one last week, but for the most part, those plays haven't worked out real well for this team. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, they haven't. And and really, Mike, that goes for, you know, kind of the whole era. Because we were jo- Mike, we were joking yesterday about Rager and Aguilar. It just feels yes. like for five or six years they have struggled with that type of play. I just don't – I don't know. Should they give that ball to A.J. Brown? Or, or do you not want to see him, to you know, have a head-on nope. collision that could get him hurt? How do you view that? Nope, they shouldn't give that to A.J. Brown because he's one of the best blockers. You put When you put those guys out there to do that, so the one that – uh, Devontae caught and got a first down with, you know, you got bigger bodies out there getting the blocks. When you ask Devontae to block, you know, you're that's not the best use yeah. of Devontae. So they throw him the quick screen. He gets a couple of blocks. He jets up the field. He gets a first down. Yeah. Mike, well, the Eagles your personnel. Yep. Well, the Eagles have Dallas coming up. They, they, they really have him coming up probably in a far bigger game in a month at the link in the second round. What did you make of Dallas losing to Jacksonville? And what does it mean, in your opinion, about this particular Cowboys team? So, not just the Jacksonville game, though, uh, John or Joe. I just watched the Texans game, and Dallas probably should have lost that game. They just didn't play well. And the Texans let them drive the length of the field and score. Jacksonville game, Jacksonville is playing a lot better now, and they really – they took it to to Dallas. And in the final part of the game, the quarterback made mistakes. Now, the final interception wasn't all on him, but he made some mistakes down the stretch. And I think that's what we've come to expect out of Dak Prescott and out of that, that football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a lot of that. Mike, one last thing here. I'm curious. You know, you've seen uh, a lot of twists and turns in Eagles football. And I'm curious how much you think Lurie and Howie today are cognizant with their institutional knowledge of how a quarterback controversy can start. I mean, Jaws Randall precedes them. Donovan and A.J. happen in their tenure. Donovan and Garcia. 
Carson and Foles is like the all-time, all-timer. Do you think – because a lot of times when these things – the process begins, you wouldn't think it's going to be the quarterback. Con- you wouldn't think Minshew John should be able to infringe on Hertz's turf. You wouldn't think it. But it does seem to happen quite a bit, Mike. Do you think Lurie and Howie are thinking about that, trying to guard against that? No, I don't think so at all. This is different. I think we all recognize, realize that Jalen Hurts gives this team the best opportunity um, to win each and every Sunday. And if Hurts is healthy, you know, Gardner Minshew, I think he could go down and have a big game against Dallas. And I'm hoping that that's the case. And I'm hoping that he wins the game and puts up big numbers. Yeah. That, that to me, still doesn't equal quarterback controversy. Rev the engines a little bit if he does, Mike. If, I'm just <laughs> like, to me, there's no scenario, zero scenario, where he goes 330 yards, 30 points, a win in Dallas on Christmas Eve, Yeah, that there aren't some people saying, you know what, this is a great team, and Minshew's, like, he, he can do it. I'm just saying, I've seen seen enough to know it can spiral quick. Of course. And you know what? There are probably some people down in Washington right now that are saying that Carson Wentz should be in there. (laughs) Taylor Heineke, sit Taylor Heineke down. Put Carson Wentz. Mike, there's no one in North America saying play Carson Wentz right now. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You're always, John, you're you're right. You're always going to find people that that think that. Yeah, the backup quarterback. I remember, like, with with Jaws. It was always, well, put Passage again. Joe Passage again. No, you didn't want to put Joe Passage again. You wanted Jaws to stay healthy so that Jaws could run the football team. There you go. Hey, Mike, have a great holiday. Thanks for being a huge part of our show in this football season. We look forward to talking to you up the road. And have a great call down in Dallas, you and Merrill, this weekend. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays. Uh, There he is, Mike Quick. Coming up, we go inside the game. John, with a look back on the last game, inside the game, the X's and O's, something Eagles-related. That and more, plus all the calls. Show to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, it is gift card season, and Wawa is your one-stop shop for all gift cards. From Wawa gift cards, Wawa e-gift cards, or a gift card from your favorite brand, Wawa has a gift card for anyone on your list. Stop on in and get a Wawa gift card for someone special like a coworker, a mail carrier, landscaper, or trash collector. Conveniently available at the rack right there at the register and the amounts they start at just 10 bucks. While there, make sure you pick up a card from your favorite brand like Amazon or Google, Sony or Microsoft. So stop on in and get a Wawa gift card, a great gift for anyone on your list. All right, Jenna Camera and John Ritchie. Hey, Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. Wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. Twitter poll question. Do you blame Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen for putting Hurts in a position to get injured? A, yes, B, no. Certainly any athlete can get injured at any time that they play. But I think we do know that the more you put a quarterback in the position in the line of fire with running the ball, the more likely he is to get injured. So we'll see where the voting results of that one go as we move through the show. Let's go to Chris in Middletown right now. Christopher. John. Chris. James. Christopher. Uh, Mr. Muppet Weasel. Hey, Chrissy. Here we go again. Another big injury. Well, maybe not. I shouldn't say so big, but another injury. Hello, Chris. Listen. 
first of all, stop throwing James under the bus. He's not soft like you. When you're like, <laughs> oh, John could take his, but James and I, James is tough. He's not, he's not Chris, damn right. Chris, like Chris. I got my face ripped open, and I was back at work in a couple of yeah, days. Yeah, but Chris, if that Bears defensive yeah, lineman fell on Seltzer. Week off. No, we won't yeah. see Seltzer until January 2nd if that Bears guy fell on him. No way. I woke yeah. up with I slept weird this the last night. I got sympathy pains. My shoulder's <laughs> killing me today, Joe. I'm here. Uh, all right, Chris, what do you got for us? Talk, talk to me. Hey, listen, so two things with the Eagles. First of all, let's address the Hertz thing, and then I want to get to something that, unfortunately, the Hertz thing is distracted us from really getting into, but um, the Hertz thing. First of all, I agree with James, of course, because James is a smart guy. It's, it's not really that big of a deal. Um, I'm not worried that, hey, is he going to be a little rusty? The great thing with him is he's a multidimensional quarterback. So he gives you so many different things. He's not just a passer. He can run. Yeah. He's smart with his head. So I'm really not overly concerned. We got So many people have said it. We need to win one of three, and we have locked up the first round. I'm going to make a prediction, though. We're going to go into a gardener win this weekend because Dallas is not that good. And according to Micah Parsons, Jalen Hurts isn't a big part of our team either. So, you know, it's more <laughs> than team. So – I think we're going to prove that true. Now, here's what I want you guys to discuss. Our defensive line, Weasel, use that sports trivia brain of yours. Have yeah. we ever seen it where we have four defensive linemen that have 10 sacks or more? Well, no, we know, the, we know the answer is no. Doesn't mean they're better than Reggie, Jerome, and Clyde because they're not. I don't um, think so. No, 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 they're, they're not. But I'll tell you what. I have really come around on this D-line and, and, and this what I'll call front because you got to include Redick. As recently as four weeks ago, I, I felt that their sack totals were inflated by the Carson game when they got nine. And, and I, I just didn't feel great about the pressure they were getting, even though they were, I think at the time, third or fourth in the league in sacks when I said that. They have really opened my eyes up. Literally, since you said it, it's like, it's like with the Phillies when you keep being like, ah, this is killing me. They've and then taken they... off. No, they, Chris, they've taken off. Chris, Weasel, give... whenever you show your wisdom, I love how the world shows you wrong. So keep doing it. Keep it's the first time sucks. in the history of the Eagles they've had three straight games with six sacks or more. That's amazing. And that's yeah. since you said it. Chris, give me a big answer here, man. Uh, small I, role I'm before gonna fame. I'm going to give you one, but I also want to take a shot to all those people that call, oh, we need to blitz more. We need to blitz more. Yeah. That's not how the game's played anymore, guys. Um I, I got a big answer for you. John, I, I, before I say that, I want a second. I think James, again, had a great answer. Santa Claus is coming to town, gives you a great opportunity to jam out and get a little crazy on the acoustic. So hmm. um, okay. I, I'm up for Santa Claus coming to town. Uh, big answer for me, I'm going to go to your wheelhouse, Muppet Weasel. Hmm. Let's go back to a little bit of family ties and one Tom Hanks. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Tom That's Hanks. Well, it's funny because when I think of early Tom Hanks, I think of um, – Like Bosom Buddies? No, no, early Tom, Happy Days. Oh, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't yeah. he? I don't know. You would know better than I would. It sounds yeah, familiar. Was, I feel like I've seen that days. before. Yeah, yeah. He was, and I think he might have been a bad guy. Was he like a karate guy that was trying to yeah. chop down the Fonz? Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Matt right now. Matt, you really calling from the state of Utah? Uh, uh, um, yes, I am, Joe. How are well, you doing there? Hello, sir. Yes, I'm originally from the Delco area. I grew up there. I've been lived in the area about nine years. But, I hear uh, I hear we're big in Utah. I think we got good ratings in Utah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, just um, happy holidays to you guys, and, and congrats on the morning show gig. Um, I think you'll do great with um, Rhea and Devin. 
Yeah, we're uh, looking we're looking you, forward John. to it. Rio, Rio, by the way, will join us in about a half hour today, and we're looking forward to it. And thank you, Matt, and happy holidays to you as well. Thank you. I uh, I would rest Jalen Hurts. Um, just get him healthy. Uh, I think that is the most important thing at this point. And I also would uh, put the starters in against Dallas because there's no sure thing in, in the NFL. We see it every week. Uh, and you don't, don't want to not start the starters and lose and then have to beat New Orleans because New Orleans is, uh, has a shot to make the playoffs as well, and they want to win. So, yeah, I just wouldn't uh, So you don't, you don't want to play. Rent. you don't want to play with fire. You don't want to chance it. Three games becomes two, two becomes one, and the next thing you know you're scrambling around just to try to get the one seed. Uh, yes, that's exactly right. Uh, just go out there this week, take care of business, and after the Hurts thing, I'm just focused more on Dallas, and I'm sure the team is too. You just got to take take one week at a time. Yep. And I, um, I think John had a good point with uh, the way the quarterbacks are with uh, how Hurts is play is revitalizing the quarterback position, but it's a tough decision uh, to run your quarterback 17 times a game. So, well, that's a lot. Uh, it's an awful lot. All right, Matt, give me yes. a small role before big fame. Um, it's a less known. Uh, it's uh, on night shift, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton. On, oh, and Mike, yep, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I thought he said night court. Yeah, Michael Keaton in a night shift. Coming up in a few minutes here, John takes us inside the game, some X's and O's. Let's go to Tom in Abington. Hi, Tom. Yo, fellas. How are we doing tonight? Great, Tom. All right, did you guys happen to catch Jalen? I can't run a route later on Saturday. Yeah, it wasn't um, his finest performance. Then, then again, <laughs> it might have been. Then again, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a similar crack, James. But he beat me to it, so there you go. Exactly. Ah, quick-witted James. He's on it. He's on uh, it. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't understand all the chatter about resting players because we haven't locked anything up yet. So I don't. Well, let I me. Mean it. Well, okay. Let me ask you this question, Tom. I'm just going to play a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say there were four games left instead of three, mm-hmm. and the Eagles' magic number was one, mm-hmm. and you played the Saints in the third to last game. Would you rest them against Dallas? Uh no. Okay. I don't. I don't rest anybody until I have it locked up. So I, I mean, the, the, see, here's where it's here's what it's predicated on: the concept of considering resting players or actually resting them in this week is predicated on such a strong belief that even if the Eagles lose this game, they will still be the one seed. Yeah, but we've seen too many things go awry in this league. This would be a pretty this would be pretty extreme. It's not just it, everyone's it, saying the Eagles just need to win one. The Eagles need to win one or Dallas and Minnesota need to lose one each. Like right. it's not just the like Dallas and Minnesota would have to sweep the rest of their games and the Eagles would have to lose the rest of their games. Is the right. one of those and, two and, games. And the chances of that happening are, are you know, less than 1%, I'm sure. Well, they're, like, However, literally about 1%, like, actually 1%. Right, so that tells me you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, I am, but I'm also saying use your head. I, yeah, I know, I am, but I'm still playing everybody. I just thought, you, you got to lock this up. Now, did you guys notice um, on the first series of downs, Jalen had uh, a face mask on, like, uh, you know, for the cold, like a cloth head cover? And then no. after that drive, he took it off. So I, no. I don't know if, like, the cold was playing in his head, and then finally he was just like, all right, I'm just going to put this aside and play my game. You guys didn't notice no, that, No, I huh? did not. Nope. Those things hmm. get pretty hot. He probably warmed up and felt like he didn't need it any longer. All right, Tom, give me a big answer. Small role before big fame. 
All right, I will take you back to True Romance and the stoner on the couch, one Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, how about that? Lloyd in True Romance. So is that before or after Phil? I think it's after. after. Yeah, I'm almost positive. I'll double check. I'm like 99. Yeah, it's after. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the better answer for Brad Pitt would be Thelma and Louise, but I guess this one's fine, too, because he hasn't gone superstardom yet. Yeah, and it's a small role. He's in, like, three scenes. Okay, yeah. All right. reasonable answer then. Anthony in South Philadelphia. Hi, Anthony. Hi, buddy. How are you, Joe? Hi, John. Hey, Anthony. Uh, first, I want to tell you guys uh, happy holidays to you and your families. Thank you. Happy um, holidays. To you as well, my man. Thank you. Thank you, pal. Listen, uh, before you guys uh, jump over what I'm going to say, and, John, you're probably going to have an aneurysm, uh, let me get through this, Joe, and then just tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Eagles don't switch to a more conventional running attack, they're going to be looking for another quarterback in two years. Uh, last year, Hurts needed surgery to repair his ankle in the offseason, and now he's injured in his strong shoulder. He can't keep taking this kind of punishment. If you go back and look at how Doug ran our RPOs with Foles in 2017, that might be the way to lessen the hits Hurts has taken and still retain some of our offensive creativity. If you remember, because of Nick's limited mobility, Doug had Nick read the defensive end and then either hand it off to the running back or step back and throw a quick slant or option route to one of our receivers. The offensive scheme we're running now is great, but it's just not sustainable for a quarterback. If we switch to the Foles type of RPO, Hurts' exposure to injury would only be on passing plays when he breaks the pocket. So Anthony, I gotta, let me jump in and, and say uh, something. i got to ask you a question because I'm fascinated yeah. here. I think, and you have a lot of interesting points, I think you are reading off of a script. Am I right or am I wrong? Was this? Was I, wrote, this... I wrote it down because yeah. I want to make my point. Yeah, no, I get it. I respect it. You, John, he came prepared, man. Very prepared. <laughs> that was good work. Conscientious. Well, Anthony, Anthony. listen, I, I, too, have wondered and worried about it. We all have. I think we look south, you know, uh, to Baltimore, and, and we see Lamar banged up again. Right. And, and by again, I mean it's happened before, and it's – literally two years in a row and it could cost them a playoff spot and all that. So look, here's the, here's the thing. This could be the reason why this type of quarterbacking and this type of offense does not it could supplant be. the pocket quarterback in the NFL. Right. This, it could be. And it also, it also could be the reason why this type of quarterback that runs with this frequency doesn't get paid as much as the go. traditional standard drop back quarterback. Joe, Joe, let me say, let me make, make two other things I want to say yep. before you guys, you know, cut me off. Uh, as far as it hurts being a strong kid and being able to hold up against this kind of punishment, let me give you a couple examples. Yep. All right, Tim Newton was 6'5", 245. He had con- multiple concussions, a rebuilt shoulder with surgery, broken ribs, two rebuilt ankles. Yeah. I mean, he broke, he broke down quick. Way. Yeah. So here's the deal. Let me just say this. Cam had a. Good, I won't say truly great, but he had a really good six or seven year run, and then he just completely hit a brick wall. Right. Look, we talk all the time. Why? Here's why running backs aren't valued in this right. way. Other positions right. are. What you're right. doing is you're asking your quarterback to be your best running back. Yep. And this right. is a side effect. Possibly. Anthony, but these quarterbacks do have the. It is available to them, like Jalen, to throw the ball away to protect themselves in ways that running backs are not capable of doing. Right. That's true. All right, Anthony, give me a great answer here. Small role before big fame. Sure. There's a TV series called Alias, which starring Jennifer Garner yep. years ago. Sure. And Bradley Cooper played a supporting role as an investigative reporter on it. Wow. Good answer. I didn't good know one. that. So that, that's good. Look, I think this – this you're right, John. The, the, the running back thing is an interesting um, 
example of, you know, I mean, because they do hit a, a wall and they, they break down fast. Yeah. You know, another example in sports, and it's a different position and it's a different sport, but to me this is part of why Allen Iverson hit a wall five years before Ray Allen hit a wall. I mean, what's Ray Allen doing? He's standing out the three-point line shooting th- three-pointers. AI is going in like uh, the most fearless guy in the world amongst the trees. He's getting banged around every which way, and his body broke down early. Now, did AI take care of his body as much as Ray Allen? Probably not. You know, but but how you play does, to a large extent, dictate how long you'll be able to play. And I the do, reason the career of running backs are shorter correct. than yeah, exactly. It'd almost be like James if John hadn't made that point three minutes ago. Are you on the phone? I was on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But talking to Bobby. No, but my James, bad. here's the deal, man. It, it shows that you are both brilliant. See, I turn, <laughs> I turn this criticism into a compliment because I don't want my sister telling me I'm making fun of Seltzer. I'm Thank you. Making fun of him. You got a lot going on back yeah. there. We respect it, James. You know that. I'm just saying. I'm done. All right, yeah. Let's go inside the game. It's John. Tuesdays at this time, a little look back to the last game is something up ahead of what it means. Inside the game, the X's and O's, Mr. Rich. Inside the game, sponsored by PDQ Signature Systems. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you need a PDQ POS system. With PDQ POS, you'll sell more, earn more, and work less. If you want the best, trust PDQ POS, PDQPOS.com. Let's talk about the details of how Jalen found pay dirt three very different ways on three very different run plays on Sunday. We saw Jalen win again with the quarterback draw from 22 yards out when the Bears' rookie safety hit the wrong gap on his blitz. When you're able to break through that front line against a a blitz look that's cover zero, meaning no safety back in the middle, there's no safety net, and we saw, and we saw what happens. The Bears planned to fill the, to fill every gap with that zero blitz, but the Brisker kid from Penn State, rookie, couldn't tell which side of the offense was the strength of the formation. That's a bad mistake because we lined up in trips to our right with a single receiver to the left. Three receivers to one side dictates that's the strength of the formation. His job is to hit the weak side A gap opposite the nose tackle. And Brisker ended up running right over his own guy, the nose tackle. Strong side created a pileup where neither player could react to the now voided weak side A gap, which Jalen immediately punctured. The result made it 10-6 to at the half. We saw Jalen win again with the push-the-butt sneaks for mm-hmm. touchdowns. Yep. No one's stopping those, but we changed it up anyway. I loved the Jalen run play for the two-point conversion because we first put ourselves in better position to score, move closer to the goal line by first drawing the Bears offsides with some sleight-of-hand misdirection type stuff where we were shifting everybody around prior to the snap. Then we hard-counted for that gimme penalty. The Bears, head, the Bears' heads, they were just spinning. They were distracted by the new look. Then they lost discipline on the snap count. We outsmarted them, and that happens a lot with this coaching staff. Now the bear, now that the Bears, they started overplaying the push-the-butt plays. So Steichen and Sirianni broke out the 6-0 lineman look. I don't know if you noticed this. 6-0 lineman out there with Cam Jurgens lined up at center over the ball. The Bears didn't know how to line up to that. No one knows how to line up to that. And then we shifted the entire offensive line over one gap. So Kelsey moved over the ball. 
And that created indecision for the Bears' front again, and they just locked into cramming the A-gaps. So Jalen was able to quickly and easily outflank the cluster in the middle over our double centers by stepping off the left edge. I used to hate it when the defensive lineman would stem or, or shift, move before the snap, because it could change everyone's blocking assignments. I've never seen the entire offensive line yeah, that was cool. stem before the snap. <laughs> that was cool. Where you've technically got two different players in Kelsey and Jurgens who could ultimately turn into the ball snapper. Yeah. That's just awesome. And it's a really cool job of creating that momentary indecision in the defensive front. Plus, our coaches gave the Dallas Cowboys more crazy looks to have to spend time on. That's in addition to trying to prepare for whatever they imagine our offense might look like with Gardner Minshew under center. Lots of late nights all week for this Dallas coaching staff. Love it. Inside the game, John, as he does every Tuesday, look back every Friday, look ahead. Let's go to the phones and talk to Dan right now in Philadelphia. Hi, Dan. What's up, boys? How are we today? Great, Dan. Let's be honest. Jalen Hurts is more probably sore than hurt. And I think it's, this is the best game for him to rest. Technically, uh, mathematically, future-wise, the only game we actually need to win, as much as we would like to beat the Cowboys, is the Saints. Saints game is more important. There's no question the Saints game is Absolutely. more important for the Eagles franchise. And you're less likely to face them in the playoffs. Right. Oh, so for sure. I, I think this game would have been vanilla either way. Um just because you're prob- you probably are likely to face the Cowboys in the playoffs. So I think without looking disrespectful to anybody else, whether you're looking ahead or, you know, just don't to give off that whole uh, aura of being cocky, this is probably just a perfect excuse to say he sprained his shoulder and he's going to say Oh, no, no, that 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 part I disagree with, Dan. You, you, well, listen, why? no, no. Well, you referred to it as an excuse, as if he didn't actually sprain no, his no, shoulder. No, 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 not an excuse. As like it's something that you can use without. Well, I mean, he's but, sore, but Dan, obviously. hold on. No, but you, you, I think you're underselling the injury when you say he's sore. He's injured. He suffered an injury. It's okay. It's it's just, I mean, dude, a 300 pound guy fell on the one shoulder that crams into the other shoulder. Like he's injured. Not so you know what I'm going to say. If you know what I mean. Win, if we had to win two out of the next three games, would Jalen Hurts be playing this week? I don't know. I think so. I I don't I I don't know the answer to that. I'm not. That's a John, tough one. What do you think? I, I think he I think he would be playing. I think Jalen. I think this is a good reason to sit him and rest him. I I agree with that. I think Jalen could physically play if this were a must-win game, and that. But this is not. Yeah. Correct. Well, so, Dan, so it's a it's, it's a good reason to rest him. I mean, I'm not saying as like he didn't get hurt. I'm just saying I think he could play. But this is a better reason to say, "Oh, we're just going to sit." So our you, starters you well, hold on. You're going to you're going to sit the rest of the starters. I'm just curious. No, no, you're not. I mean, because then that looks that looks even more obvious. Well, you're allowed but to. I, I mean, if you want to sit the starters, you can. Of course, you are. Yeah. But, you know. All right, Dan. I, give I, me a great answer. A small role before big fame. Jack Nicholson was in two episodes of the Andy Griffith Show. Wow, I would not have known that. You know, John, we're gonna I have had to. No idea. We're gonna have to come up with what our criteria is here. Is it? A, a role we know about or a role we don't know about? Yeah. James, what's your gut feeling on that? Because I think it's a role we do know about. I think it's most notable small role before becoming famous. I agree. So Jack Nicholson's would not be a winning answer. Correct. Because nobody be, knows that. That would be my thought, at least. That's how I was coming Like out. Nick Nolte, when he was in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont. Oh, no, not Nick Nolte. Nick Nicholas Cage. 
when he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High and it's like the mall scene. Like that would be like it might not be a winning answer, but that would absolutely most yeah. people that have seen that movie would remember Nicolas Cage. It's like if you're yeah, you're watching. We all watch that movie and you watch. You're like, oh, look, that's Nick Cage. Right. Yeah. How about that? And then Jay Leno, when he had an appearance on Good Times back in the 70s, would not be a winning answer. I didn't even know that because less than one percent of people would know that. So that would not. Okay, I'm just trying to understand kind of how, how we're how we're voting today. All right, Judd Cameron. Was John he Richard. good on Good Times? Was he like telling jokes and stuff? So here's my recollection. I think it is an episode. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Well, have I seen I'm what? I'm just doing the Jay Leno. Oh, oh, have you heard oh, about yeah. this? Have you seen about this? So I think it's an episode where JJ's afraid that he's got an STD and he's got to go down to a clinic. And, of course, they're trying to he make runs it. runs into Jay Leno. Yeah, well, they're trying to make it funny because it's a comedy. So you, you can't be like uber serious drama thing. And I believe, if I remember right, Jay Leno is one of the other people down there that needs to get tested. Huh. So then you have some comedic elements while two guys are waiting to get tested for an STD. All right. So, you know, make of it what you will. Make of it what you will. (laughs) Coming up, we'll get into the um, MVP odds, because obviously Jalen's chances for the MVP, much like Carson's five years ago, take a hit with the injury. What the odds are now after what they were before the injury, we'll tell you next. Show to Cameron John Ritchie on WIP. All right, Jody Cameron, John Rich, it is uh, 94 WIP. Well, you know, it's interesting, John. Bryce Harper got that MVP two seasons ago. Um, But in Philadelphia sports, other than that, there's been some really bad luck (laughs) with MVPs in recent years. I mean, first off, Joel, I thought, got robbed last year. I wouldn't say he got robbed two years ago. I think there was a case for Joel the first year Jokic won it. But I thought – you know, I get that you know Joel played about ten less games than Jokic, so I can understand where the voters were coming from. I thought Joel got jobbed last year. Now I thought Carson got jobbed in 2017 because when you hand it off with three games to go, and your team's in the one seed, and you're so clearly going to be the MVP, I didn't like the voters handing that one to Tom Brady. I think that's where we're headed again this time, John. So for those that have missed it, Carson was, excuse me, Jalen was, you don't agree with that? No. Why? why? Just because of that historical precedent, you think that they'll hand it to Patrick Mahomes? I do. And the odds. I do. Let me me frame the odds and we'll get your assessment, John. So prior to the the games on Sunday, uh, Jalen was the front runner, and I'd call it like a Pretty solid front run. Well, James, he was what, minus 150? Minus 150. So a solid front run. Solid. Not, you know, not a uh, automatic or anything, but he was the clear front run. And Mahomes at that point it was. was... Like plus 200, I want to say, plus somewhere in that range. Right. And it was really a two-horse race because. It was him and Mahomes, yeah. You maybe know, plus 150, fluctuating. While Burrow and Allen are kind of around and Justin Jefferson and Tua, like they were further back. So Hertz was the favorite. John, here's where it is right now. Mahomes, the favorite. Mahomes minus 350. Hertz has Jeez. gone from minus 150 to plus 550. That's unreal. So this is the odds makers in conjunction with how some people have bet it quickly. I This is them saying Jalen Hurts is not likely to be the MVP of the National Football League. Well, that's that's a shame. It uh, is a shame. You know, the, the the Chiefs ended up having to go to overtime against the Texans. 
Jalen has one game where his passer rating dips. But it was very unusual to see him at whatever he was, 64.6. He threw a couple picks. That was, you know, yeah. one was his fault. Uh, I, boy, I, yeah. I think it must be the the betters themselves that are swinging it like this, trying to. I don't think it's the betters. The I, and I think when an injury like that well, happens, think, that's that's the odds makers say, whoa, we got to change the odds real quick. I, that's what I, I, James, is that more likely than, you I know, 50,000 people betting? I, 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 that Saints game, it is important. It is especially important, and only we seem to realize how important that is. I don't think the bigger picture people, uh, you know, the na- the nation is looking at that Saints game the way that we are. I, th- yeah, but here, but, but, injury is such that he, could play but hold on, this week. Hold on, here's His the, coach is saying he sure. could play this week. Well, maybe. Clark. I don't M- think maybe. that he will necessarily, but I don't think he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Well, here's what, here's another big problem, though, for Hertz for his candidacy. His numbers are going to take a hit because at best, at best, Jalen will probably only play one more game in the regular season, meaning doesn't play this week, plays the Saints – they, it, that's if he's ready for the Saints, and there's no guarantee that they'll put him out there for that game. Right. But if he does, he accumulates one more game of stats. Chances are the Eagles win that game, and then the Eagles shut Hurts down and don't play him week 18. So he gets one more game of statistical accumulation. Yeah. Mahomes, who's in a battle for the one seed yeah. with the Bills, plays all three games and has 11 more touchdowns or ten or nine more touchdowns. It's a shame. It's it's what it's going to be. He's going to lose the MVP. He's going to lose it. Mm. So it just feels like we've had. I mean, it's unfair. It's it's tragic. It's a shame. Unfair. James was Carson jobbed in 2017. He got to 13 games. They were, or was it 12? It was in the 13th game, I believe. Right? It was in the 13th game because after that was they were 11 and what Raiders 11 and. No, Giants ten and Ra- two with him, and then it was the thirteen. Yeah, Giants yep. Raiders. They were ten and one going into that Seattle. Yes. Yep. So, was he jobbed? Look, I think he was the MVP that year. I can't say he was jobbed. I, I don't think it was. You know, a, a, I, I think. But you think it was the wrong vote? I, I think Jalen Hurts is getting. If he doesn't win it this year, no matter what happens these last three games, I think Jalen Hurts is getting more job this year than Wentz was in in twenty seventeen. I think Jalen Hurts is more agree. the MVP this year than Hurts than Wentz was. I I think I agree with that. Yeah, in, yeah. I mean, in part, there's only been one loss, and with Carson, there was two losses, right. and that plays you know plays a part. All right. Well, look, you can react to it all two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It is a shame because he probably will lose this thing, and it doesn't mean he deserves to, but he probably will. Chris in Phoenixville. Hi, Chris. Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? Great, Chris. Uh, John, just from your perspective, I mean, everybody's talking about the injury. It's, I think, to your point, he would play if it was a playoff game. And I think, you know, the element of not knowing is also good strategy going into the week. And more than likely, Gardner is going to be the quarterback. But there's still a little bit of uncertainty there from the angle of the of the Cowboys. So you never want to show your hand mm-hmm. until you have to show your hand. Right. But what I didn't like Sunday, and it's kind of been ongoing throughout the year, bits and pieces of it, is just fundamental using your shoulder on the person's belly button, the tackling, and you can't do that against a good team. And and they're getting away with it, but 
the fundamental tackling, I think, has something to do with not practicing as much. You talking about the Eagles and, defenders? Yeah, just in general. Just and it's been. I don't know. I thought they've tackled think, fine lately, Johnny. You noticed been. I think it's been better. It it, it was it, a lot better a couple weeks ago, and it. Uh, I mean, it. Justin Fields presents a unique quandary because he's just so athletic. Yeah, sure. makes it tough. Uh, yeah, the, I don't think the tackling has been terrible. I do think that there were times in this last game, like the the one touchdown uh, by the the Bears running back, where uh, Slay made a business decision on that play. I thought so too. Uh, and and you weren't seeing that uh, after the Commanders game. The the defense had something to prove. They got out there, and everyone was sticking their face in there. So it has. Chris, I, I do think it has sloughed off a little bit. Chris, you got a culprit in mind? Two or three guys? I'm just curious. Well, I mean, most of them are in the secondary. Um, it's, it's just in general, they're doing arm tackling as opposed to actual fundamental, like getting the shoulder pad in there, which is actually easier to yeah. tackle. You know, some of that, you, Chris, could, some of that could be the, the freezing conditions. You know, it, it well, hurts I mean, this a is in lot November. more. Yeah, in November. A lot more to tackle All right, Chris, g- give me a big answer, man. Small role before big fame. Well, I mean, you guys aren't as old as me, but uh, John Travolta, um, he was back in the day, he was on, um, oh my gosh, Welcome Back, Cotter. Well, he was. That's exactly right. Yeah, uh, here's a super small role, though. That's right? correct. Yeah, it was too big. It was too big a role. Yep. It's not first role that you know the guy, it's got to be a fairly small role. That led to much bigger fame. And Travolta was a pretty big deal on that show. 215-592-9494. I keep waiting for the Mickey Mouse Club to get said here, James. Who? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Putting that out there. Who was that? Was that Brittany and JT? And JT, yeah. Just and I a, think others afterwards. Could that too. have been, you know, yeah, perhaps it would have been pretty big. Yeah, I think a winning big. answer, you know, John, if you tapped into JT yes. and Brittany and that whole because, you know, they were also very small. I mean, they were like five years old or something. How old were they, James? Where was I? I think it was like seven or something. It was in that range. No clue. Jetta Cameron, John Rich. Hey, Sirianni, his press conference, the latest on Jalen Hurts, what Sirianni will say. That's coming up around 1235 today. So be tuned in about a half hour. Jetta Cameron, John Rich on WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.